Well, what's going on, friends? Welcome to today's episode. I'm Matt. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up on the episode today. I got a chance to talk with Matt Clement from Water Street Mission in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. A few things that I loved about this conversation. First, we talk about why the little things stack up and matter, how it is that the small things on social media and your content done consistently are gonna help you achieve huge results. Two, I love Matt's story. He talks about coming from the tech space, from engineering space and into nonprofits, how that was a little bit of a challenge and a transition to understand that, hey, just because we're doing it super high tech over here doesn't mean that that's always what works in nonprofit land. And then number three, I just love Matt's attitude towards nonprofits. Honestly, it was so much fun to get to talk to someone who is so consistent and so just like, hey, this is what we do. We're stacking day on top of day. We're not getting all amped up about this and down in the dumps about this, but just so even keeled. I think that attitude comes across. I know it's one of the reasons why Water Street Mission has been so successful in his leadership as director of marketing. So enjoy this episode. Hope you like it. Well, hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Holy Donuts podcast today. Super excited. Joined by Matt Clement, marketing director for Water Street Mission up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. How you doing, Matt? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us today. Super excited to, to talk all things. I mean, specifically what you guys do at Water Street Mission. There's kind of a whole group of just missions across the United States. I think this will be really valuable too, because it is kind of a niche or a subcategory within the general kind of Christian nonprofits that we get to work with. So first, just give us the lay of the land. How'd you end up at Water Street? What's a little bit of your story of how you ended up in the marketing director? Yeah, yeah. I actually would start off as, as an engineer down in Texas and yeah, got involved with crew and that's kind of how I grew up in my faith. And yeah, so as I went through the process of being an engineer, I just kind of always thought like I'd be in this nonprofit space. I always had a heart for the nonprofit space and to help people and use the gifts and talents that God's given me to do that. So she went overseas for a couple of years with crew to Argentina. And when I came back, I was looking at engineering degrees and potentially working for Habitat, but things didn't work out. Yeah. And so I ended up getting my MBA at the University of Colorado, Denver, and really starting to look at, okay, how can I make a difference as I moved up in the corporate world and got my basis set, which is kind of what, when I talked to Denver Rescue Mission, they told me, go to the for-profit world first yeah. and then come back. I think that's going to be really, really helpful because what the nonprofit world needs is people who understand business. They understand how things work efficiently and, and, and things like that. So yeah, started with an agency, worked with a tech company for about six, seven years with both of those jobs. And then this position just happened to pop up. My wife actually mentioned it to me. I wasn't necessarily looking and I applied and, and was given the position. So I've been here three and a half years and it's been a whirlwind. It's been yes. quite a lot, a bigger learning curve than I expected, but I'm enjoying it. That's fascinating. Say more about the learning curve. What about that has been more than you expected? Hearing the advice from the Denver mission there, one, good on them for saying like, hey, you know, like you're young, you're talented, you're really into what we're doing, but push pause for a minute, right? Go get the, the business experience. What has made that kind of a challenge for you in the transition? Yeah. So I, I think there's a little bit of old schoolness, I think, to the mission space. Yeah. Um, anybody who works at a mission kind of understands that. Direct mail is still our 
our bread and butter. It is, it is the bread and butter for a lot of organizations, but I think missions take it to the nth degree. We have a very old donor base. And so, you know, having to go back and look at more traditional methods, looking at direct mail and fully understanding that entire process. You know, I thought I would kind of walk in here and be able to just focus on digital the way that I focused at a tech company that I was working at, focusing on SEO, focusing on Facebook ads, focusing on Google ads. When I came in, it was, oh, we're still focusing on radio. We're still focusing on PR. We're still focusing on newspaper. So learning those methods and making them efficient and making them work within an entire marketing strategy has been, it's more complicated than I thought it would be So. Yeah. yeah, no, that, that's great. And I think you're not alone in that. It sounds like, you know, when I talk to marketing directors who come from kind of business world, they think, oh, it's going to be digital first. And they're often shocked at a few different things. One is the prominence still of traditional print TV ad as part of the, the, their real marketing stack. So yeah, so, sounds pretty common. So with that transition, right, going from, okay, working at a tech company in marketing there, moving to Water Street Mission, what has been like for you guys, as you try to integrate that digital in with the traditional, what have been some of the big wins? Like what's a strategy or something that you've seen in the nonprofit space working water street mission? Do you think, Hey, this has been a really big win for us kind of in your context and maybe even speak to a little bit for other missions out there who might be in the same situation. Well, Hey there, Holy Donuts listeners ever feel like your nonprofit's donor experience is like a jelly filled donut with no jelly. Well, don't fret, we found the jelly to your donut dilemma. Enter WeGive, the software tool that's like the cream filling to your eclair, or should I say the glaze to your donut. With WeGive, you're not just taking a donation, you're rolling out a red carpet for every person who gives to your organization. And with WeGive, you get an incredible donor portal, events, pledges, surveys, segmentation, on and on we could go on the features. And those checkouts though, smoother than my attempt to make homemade donuts, which let's just say didn't quite rise to the occasion. See what I did there? With WeGive's innovative engagement tools, your donors won't just feel the love, they'll be coming back for seconds. Because nothing says thanks for your dough better than a world-class experience. So if you want to sprinkle some extra special magic on your donor relationships, check out WeGive.com. Yeah. I think the, the power of story is, of course, key in any marketing work that's being done. And so, you know, we do quite a, a bit of appeals through Facebook. We do quite a bit of display advertising through Google and things like that. But what we are finding specifically that I did not expect is that just getting our basic posts out there to a higher degree has actually been really, really impactful. And it's led people into a deeper relationship with us. Um, so we, if we're looking at our organization and benchmarking us against other people who we know how they're doing from a digital standpoint. So our agency kind yeah. of gives us benchmarks across other missions. Yeah. Um, and so out of the 50 or so missions that they're working with, we're in the top eight in terms of revenue growth yeah. over the past five years. And where we're seeing the growth consistently is on that digital side. And I think the way that we are engaging, especially across Facebook, where we know like that audience that's big givers, 55 and over, we're just seeing incredible growth. We've more than doubled our followers in the past three years. 
yeah, it's just getting those posts about our cooks making a great meal for people experiencing homelessness. It's getting those posts about how staff are going out of their way, or it's a post about how a guest is just deciding to have a conversation with the life coach, like those little things that you think, okay, it's just post worthy. It's not really worth doing more. We're seeing those take off even Bible verses and things like that are just important to our audience. Boosting those is just creating so much engagement and so much connection to our brand. And yeah, we are bucking the trend. It seems most of the missions that are in the, the space that our agency works with, they saw a downturn in digital revenue, whereas we saw an increase of about 50% last year. So we're really, really intentional. We know that we have an older audience. We're just trying to engage them in the best way possible, but we're also at the same time trying to engage the community that's underneath that too, that will be our future donors. So that's, you know, anybody from 25 up, yeah. we're also giving them some good content and some good brand connection. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like it's just kind of a, Hey, meet your audience where they are, right? Like exactly. <laughs> sometimes it's not rocket science. You know, I think we're always, or at least I am, I'm always attracted to, well, what's the kind of sexy new thing, right? Like what's the, the magic bullet that's going to solve all these issues. And sometimes the answer is doing the small things consistently that don't seem like much like those just add up when you're doing them consistently over months and years to where all of a sudden you look back and you're like, wow, you just grew 50%, right? Like with digital. So I love that, man. I love that. Shifting to the next question here. What's a trend you're seeing with Christian nonprofits that's got you really excited? And then maybe on the flip side, give us one that you're a little concerned when you see this trend out there. This is your section where you can have some hot takes if that's cool with you. <laughs> well, to be honest, in the mission space, I love the amount of innovation that's happening. I would honestly say I'm not the most well-versed in how other Christian nonprofits are doing. So to be honest, a lot of what I have to say is positive. I, I don't have a lot of worries. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just seeing others in the same space innovate is enough, right? Like it's yeah. like, we're actually doing that innovation work that maybe 10, 15 years ago wasn't happening. I think that's a good thing. It's okay to not have negative things in this space. That's always a positive, right? So, yeah. okay. So when you, you know, whether you're bringing on a team member, whether you're talking with someone else on your staff, maybe you're at a conference and you run into someone else who's also worked with a mission or a Christian nonprofit, are there any resources, any books, any websites, any blogs that you're consistently sharing with others in the space? Yeah, I may be biased, but I, I tend to go to the more for-profit pieces. I think part of that's painted by my MBA and some of the things that I've gone through being in the agency world and the tech world. So yeah, actually we're gonna remotely join the inbound conference next week. And yeah. we're super excited about that. The amount of things that are coming out about AI are just, it's incredible. And, you know, part of the reason I lean on the for-profit space is because there's a constant need to enhance how you're caring for your stakeholders. I think on the nonprofit space, and this is just something I've, I've noticed working here is there can be a little bit of a everything will turn out okay. Like God's got us. Yes, yeah. that's absolutely true. But I think there needs to be a desire to continually grow and have almost a for-profit attitude because God wants the kingdom to move forward. And so, you know, I think there's just so much opportunity out there and that just grabs me. All that to say, like, I love Inbound and Hanley is somebody that I've constantly looked at in terms of her content writing. Behance is kind of my design inspiration website that I go to. 
So a lot of those are not necessarily Christian in their base, but you know, they're coming from places where there's almost this consistent pressure of revenue generation and things like that are going on behind the scenes. So yeah, but in, in terms of like from the mission space, CityGate does give us a lot of resources. Um, a lot of the times the f- resources they give us though have already been set in for-profit publications and things like that. That's great. I think what you were touched on is like in for-profit world, there's just this demand for excellence, exactly. right? Cause if you're not, if you're not excellent at what you do, you'll be put out of business by competitor. Your customers will move on to the next thing because they have a million other things they could be paying someone for. And so there is this constant pressure for profit that things have to be done with excellence. And if they're not, you cease to exist. So it just exactly. drives the ball forward. And in some ways, I think it's healthier than nonprofit world. We don't have that, right? Because mm-hmm. it allows us to really focus on things that are upside down kingdom impact things where it's like, well, I know that this doesn't scale. And I know that this isn't the best for the bottom line, but it's important for the kingdom. Yeah. But we have to blend that with those principles of, okay, we need to do things with excellence. My email is mclement at wsm.org. I would welcome anybody who's in the mission space or outside the mission space to just take the time and check out our podcast. Just search for uh, Water Street Mission wherever you find your podcasts and you can learn more about what we do and how we care for those experiencing homelessness.